Thank you for joining me for the 12th episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast. In this episode, I share a few of the struggles that I've been going through um, these last couple of weeks, which I haven't haven't actually even recorded an episode. So this is the first one in a few weeks. And um, I speak about what I've been going through with Birdie. And I specifically go into the power of community and how much we've been um, blessed to have so many women coming to um, help love and support us as we've been struggling with some of our breastfeeding um, journey. And how I in a way I've been surprised by some of it because I've struggled in the past to allow myself to maybe open to women and um, maybe I've had some I think past hurts with women and competition and jealousy and things like that and how I feel like becoming a mom has helped to sort of heal this really old maybe ancient wound um, with other women and how this beautiful community of women has come up to lift us up um, and support us and I speak to the expression of emotions and how powerful it can be to express those emo- the emotions that we feel right in the moment that we feel them um, yeah so I really really hope that you enjoy this episode thank you always for being here for this sharing Welcome to Heart Wide Open Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Beth Hubbard. In this podcast, we will explore all things joy and sorrow, ups and downs, and living with our hearts wide open in this beautiful experience we call life. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to diving in deeper with you. Welcome to this 12th episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It feels really, really good to be here with you. Um, Just because I haven't actually recorded an episode in maybe two to almost three weeks now. Um, And I was doing them weekly for a while and then just had a really um, challenging time with Birdie and I just going through some things with breastfeeding and um, yeah I just felt like I didn't have the space to um, share in the way that I love to on here Um, but Birdie it was like she heard me I was speaking this afternoon to my partner Craig about how much I I really want to record another podcast and some ideas I had for it Um, and literally I think after having that conversation with him it was like five minutes and I was carrying her around and I knew she was a bit tired but she just conked out so she's fallen asleep and it was like she kind of said go mama go (laughs) you're inspired go record Um, so I'm very grateful for that and so grateful to be here with you this is our 12th episode and I don't know if you might be able to hear in the background we're having a very amazing beautiful storm outside here on the sunny coast um, so yeah it's been a bit stormy these last few days and um, you might hear the rain and some thunder in the background as I record this episode I hope this finds you well and for me um, my heart has been really going through some ups and downs in all honesty my um, 
you know, my, my struggles, I'm, I'm never, I'm never afraid to share. Well, that's not true. I do get nervous to share my struggles, but, um, the ones that I've been going through have to do with just, um, some things around breastfeeding and, and, and some of it does tie in with what I have felt called to share about today. And that's, around this beautiful um, gift that we, we have around us as women. Um, so this, this episode will probably definitely be more for the women and just that amazing connection we all have to each other. And, and just the community that we, we create so naturally. And this is something that's I would say is really, really been a beautiful surprise as a mom, as a first-time mom. So um, I'll take you back to a couple weeks ago. Um, I do have an episode about my experience with breastfeeding Birdie. Excuse me, to summarize, um, I do breastfeed Birdie. And it's, um, so for those of you that um, aren't breastfeeding or didn't breastfeed your children um, during that stage of their lives. So there's no judgment against that. Um, I'm just, when I speak about my experience, it's just those are my desires. So my desire has always been to um, feed Birdie solely breast milk. Um, I always envisioned it would be my own. <laughs> you know, that was the desire and that was the expectation. Um, I knew that it would be maybe a challenge to breastfeed because I had been told that, um, but I didn't realize, you know, how how challenging um, it 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 has ended up to to be. And I don't want it to be all negative because um, I'm just grateful to have Birdie in my life. So um, if it comes with some of these challenges, I'm I'm all good with that. Um, but I I um, like I said, I had an episode where I shared about my struggles and. How much I really wanted to but I didn't really my supply didn't really ever come in she was really tiny and stayed pretty tiny and um, wasn't really um, for whatever reason the supply didn't really like drop in and and then now we're fast-forwarding to four she's almost four and a half months now and um, probably it was just a couple weeks ago that I um, oh and also to add that I have been feeding her donor milk so before becoming a mom I didn't even know this was a thing and for any of you out there that is like what is it what are you talking about donor milk um, is basically when one mama doesn't have enough milk and another mama who does have a lot of milk says that she is happy to donate her breast milk um, obviously they work out you know if there's dietary restrictions or if whatever you know that the mama wants to give her baby but um yeah there's this whole other world out there for moms like me who either can't feed their bub for some reason um for some medical reason um some sickness or something or just because they have a lower supply um and and then there's this other world of moms who have in a really abundant supply, sometimes overabundant to the point where they have other issues like mastitis um, and other things that come along with having a, 
a bigger supply and then these mamas can then choose to you know they usually have a supply where they have to kind of stash it in their freezer and um you know or or they might express and give to other moms while they're expressing as they go um or give away their freezer stash so there's um whole pages that i've learned about on facebook dedicated to this world of um donor milk um some of the things like you know i've had people ask me oh do you have to pay for it and things like that so i'm pretty sure it's illegal to you know pay for pay for milk um the only thing that maybe you you do is um offer to give and you know the bags that the milk comes in and just to resupply that mama their bags um since she's giving all those away so um and it's a yeah it's an amazing world that um i've ventured into um because of this but before i go further into any of that um what happened was a cu- so a couple of weeks ago um i just hit a bit of a wall i think when it comes to um some things with birdie and i and i knew that she wasn't you know she's always been tiny and she's been gaining weight but just not a lot um and we hadn't been working with because we had a lactation consultant um who was amazing who was my midwife and we worked with her up into a certain point and then you know she said she'd always be there if i needed her but there was just a certain point where you know we kind of are that's um service finished um and then i i've been still giving her the donor milk and i had a couple of donors that i was going to and um and that would change and that ebb, would ebb and flow as well because even the donor mamas have sometimes issues with their supplies or get stressed or get too busy to express so even when i'd have a couple um of different moms that were helping me sometimes they wouldn't have enough and then it was quite you know stressful cuz then i'm like oh i don't have enough milk for birdie um and i as a personal preference i i never wanted to put birdie on formula i've always believed that for her the best thing for her in my opinion is to have breast milk and since it can't be mine i i'm happy for it to be another mama's breast milk um and so yeah we'd never even ventured into the world of formula um because i'd just been giving her donor's milk um and then i just at one point I was just really struggling one night and really feeling um just like I I was ready to give up, you know, which wasn't the first time I felt that way, but I really felt it and I was just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, like, you know, we're both it just didn't feel like it was working and um but I just I knew I didn't want to give her formula just because that wasn't where I was at, but I just thought I'm going to message my friend Anna who's in this um I have a women's group that I'm a part of and I have I'm on the a WhatsApp chat with them and they meet every week and I just I don't I'm not able to go right now because um Birdie and I aren't able to make it at this time but I'm still a part of their group so I feel connected to them which is lovely anyways I messaged Anna who I know is really passionate about breastfeeding um has been breastfeeding her two boys and um very you know knowledgeable about it and i just said to her i don't look anna i'm struggling i don't know what to do so she was amazing and just sent me all this information 
but she said that she wanted me to see there's a couple of different specialists and she said I would highly recommend my lactation consultant whose name is Kelly and also this other woman who's many many things she has many titles um, her name's Anne Marie and um, she works with herbs and she's also a, a pediatric chiro amongst other things that she does um, yeah so I just um, got all this information from her and I, I booked in with Kelly and Kelly was able to come in a couple days and she comes to your house and does a whole thing where you know she um, weighs the baby before feed and after feed and you know all that anyways she came and um, we basically to summarize um, and not go into the full <laughs> too long story about that appointment but I basically ended up crying through that whole appointment um, because she found that, yeah, Birdie was really underweight and, in, you know, every baby's born in a certain percentile and she wasn't even close to her percentile and I just felt like the worst mom ever. I just felt shattered. I felt like I had let her down so much and that I'd been, you know, doing everything wrong and, um, and, and also she was just basically like, you know what? Um, I think the stress of finding donor milk is also too much and on you and is causing more stress, which, you know, doesn't help you with your supply, which is already low. And we were talking about all these things about, you know, my thyroid's always been a bit off, so she thought it was maybe that. Um, there's other things that we thought maybe could be about Birdie and if she had a possible, you know, something going on with the way she's feeding and she didn't notice really a a massive tongue tie or a lip tie, which is a thing that can, you know, really hinder a baby from feeding properly. Um, but, you know, she's obviously really tiny still, underweight, and um, and the amount of donor milk that I was giving her wasn't enough. And I just was heartbroken, and I just couldn't stop crying. And and then she said to me that I I, I think that, um, yeah, the, the getting the donor milk, sourcing donor, donor milk can be stressful you know if you're um you're already stressed about feeding birdie and then you're trying to get donor milk and she said I think we need to look at formula and I just I just lost it because I you know again I had this um I, I just this dream of, of breastfeeding my baby like I just and and never having to do that um and it really, you know, it's like that whole letting go of expectations. I mean, this one was a big one, obviously, because I think I cried most of that day. <laughs> and um, and especially during that appointment. Um, and I just couldn't stop crying. And I think it was just that mixture of f feeling so terrible about Birdie being, you know, underweight and all that. And then um, Craig came in at the end of the appointment and she kind of just summarized for him, brought him up to speed, and she said, I, I think that, you know, there's this organic formula that you can get that's made here in Australia, and, you know, of course, it's not the same as breast milk, but we just need to get Birdie's weight up, and he got in the car <laughs> right then, and he drove and got some formula, um, came back, we made some up, and we still put it in the because I use a feeding line through a bottle at my breast so that Birdie can still stimulate and feed on me um, and that I wouldn't change, you know, for the 
even though it's a bit of a finicky thing sometimes I wouldn't change it because um, that's really important to me as well so anyways yeah she uh, don't think she really loved it um, it smelled so bad um, and I was just heartbroken that you know I had to give it to her but obviously I was just I wanted her to just have have anything at this point because I wanted her to feel um, I mean I wanted her to fill up and and and, and put her weight on and and get up to the right um, you know to a healthier weight for her um, and you know I've had a lot of people say oh but Birdie's never not you know not supposed to you know probably be a bigger baby and she's not going to be big because you're not big yes that's true I agree but this was I could feel that I could feel that the um, the woman Kelly she was being very 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 careful about not scaring me but I could feel that she was quite concerned and and she had every right to be because yeah when we really looked at the chart and when we weighed you know that weighed her after the feeding she just wasn't getting enough and yeah it was also for me just uh, it was a beautiful moment because it went I went oh yeah let's take some really big action here and that's exactly what I and I needed her to be really matter of fact with me and she was um and that was exactly what I needed to hear so that yeah that was really eye-opening and heartbreaking and I cried um I cried like I said most of that day gave her formula that day um and she was quite I know Kelly was quite um I feel like she had a really strong opinion about um you know that she wanted me to not feel the stress of sourcing donor milk um and at that point I had a couple of women that I felt like were kind of expressing and giving it to me as they could, um, but I didn't have much of a stash in the freezer anymore that had already that had been used up, and um, so there wasn't really, yeah. So so I did have to give a formula I think a couple times that day, um, and so that and that day was really interesting because I think it just like any time we have an expectation especially when we're holding it in such high, high up there in our dream world, um, which is not a bad thing. Like, I think it's beautiful that I, and I still, you know, as I tell you more of the story, I can tell you that I'm still holding out hope that I'm going to breastfeed Birdie for a long time. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop. Like, I want to, you know, keep my supply up, even though it's still low. And, um, I'm working with a couple different specialists now about it. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I think there's just things that you really are important to you and that it's good to not let them go. But this was a different situation where I just had to let go of, of not, you know, um, of the idea that I didn't need to feed her formula because at that time I did. So I'm glad that it was there at that time. And I, I'm really glad that it's out there, especially for, um, there's a lot of women that wouldn't even be able to get donor milk, you know, and, and if they can't, produce their own milk supply then I think the formula is an amazing thing that you know someone can feed their baby and um and I'm really glad that we had it because you know obviously Birdie was really hungry and one thing about her is that she's really good natured and that's what Kelly said she was like oh she's just a really happy baby and she's not gonna you know she's not gonna show you obviously that she's starving and which breaks my heart um, and so I was, yeah, I was very, but it was the letting go of 
you know, the surrendering to what was happening at the moment and how many tears I cried, you know, to release some of those expectations. It was a lot of tears. Um, but it was really beautiful because I think the next morning I woke up and I was so, I was like a new woman. And because I'd let myself express the emotion that I had in the moment. And I think that was one of those lessons I took away from, from that was that I'd love to share is that I feel like so often we feel that we can't express our emotion at the time for whatever reason. It's like, we, especially when we feel the emotion of sadness or sorrow come up and the tears come and we, not everyone, but I do feel like a lot of us have been taught that expressing our sadness straight away and, um, you know, in front of people like, you know, this woman, I didn't, I never met her before, but she saw me cry like, you know, like Craig sees me cry and, and I, I couldn't stop it and I didn't let myself stop it. I just let it come out. And I feel like sometimes we're taught to not do that. And then we suppress the emotion and the suppression of that emotion is not, um, over time we kind of learn to do that and then over time we have so much suppression of these emotions and they build up and they kind of create these layers and it's just it's no good for us on the inside and the outside um and our I don't know our inner selves I think really suffer for it I feel like we um then do not have the ability to move through whatever it is that we're going through and in some ways a lot of us get stuck so for me it was powerful to express all of those emotions and to allow all of the sadness to just come and just feel like just feel like oh my god I'm gonna have to let this go aren't I I'm just gonna have to you know not do this thing that I want to do and 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 maybe just face that for a moment and just feel that and let you know let myself see that other option and and so and then and then what happened was I messaged Anna who the woman who'd um put me on to Kelly the lactation consultant and I told her what happened and I just gave because she's like I really want to hear how it goes so I just said this is what happened and I gave her the rundown I said we you know birdie's underweight um I I basically I was told I had to give her seven to eight hundred mils a day of supplements plus my own milk whatever she's getting for me and that's a lot like I wasn't giving her that much at all not even close um and especially when I think of like when I was thinking of donor milk for it it was like no way <laughs> there's no way I'll get that and um and so that's why I kind of was really grieving that idea of like even giving her you know just giving her the donor milk so um I told Anna all of this information and said I had to give her formula and that we just got to get our weight up and just told her everything that Kelly had said and cried my eyes out and it was so beautiful I don't know if it was that night or the next morning after the appointment I just woke up and had so much like so much clarity I think just from you know having an action plan and I felt so cleansed I think because of all the tears that I had cried <laughs> um like become a new woman after all those tears came out and and Anna was amazing it was like she reached out to the community of women 
around and I hadn't been I hadn't done that because I think I was just so overwhelmed by the whole thing and I was so you know just saddened and um and just needed to be with my you know what I need to do but in in that whole time in the in the span of that day the day that I had to give her formula um to the next day I ended up getting so many women who put their hands out and just went I'm here it was so powerful it was like this it was like that feeling of you know that game that you play the trust game where you know like you have to trust someone close your eyes and fall back into either one or two people you know catching you um and it felt like that and it felt like I was being caught by like this massive circle of women's hands and they were all just like we're here and I could feel that I wasn't going to fall um and it's just it really it still feels that way I'm still happening um and so what's happened what happened was I think Anna went out into the community of women that she knows which is big and and some of these are women that I already know um plus many other women I don't know and to mamas and people who knew mamas who were breastfeeding and just said, I've got a mama, she's got low supply, baby's underweight, and we need some donor milk. And it was amazing. I'm telling you, like, I've never felt so, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get emotional about it because it was so powerful. Um, I had so many messages from women I've never met before, women who had no idea who I am, um, coming through sometimes from other women or sometimes just through my um, Facebook. I kept getting requests um, for, you know, this person wants to message you. And um, and they they were all just so beautiful. Like, oh, I have a friend who, you know, she's breastfeeding and she has a big, a big supply and she's happy to give you some. And I have a, you know... Or I had I had women who had a really big stash in their freezer, or knew someone that did. And oh, my friend, she's got you know she doesn't live she lives about half hour away, but she's gonna come see her family, and she's gonna bring her a supply, and she's got her freezer stash, and and it and it would be and because we need so much, I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so much. But then I, when I looked at, it, I realized that I just need to keep saying yes because you know of how much I need to give Birdie. But it was the most beautiful thing this community that came together to help Birdie and I, of women that some we knew and so many that we did not. And I really feel the power of women and especially I what's opened my eyes to these moms that want to help other moms out um, is there really aren't words for it. It's like this unspoken pact among these mamas that are like, oh, there's, you know, there's a mama in need. She needs help. Um, yeah, we're going to rally. Let's rally together. And, and it was just like, no questions asked. Um, what do you need? And so amongst the, uh, be, from that day when I saw the lactation consultant to the next day, Birdie didn't, Birdie has only had donor milk since then. So it was just that day that we had to feed it, feed her some formula because we didn't have any more donor milk left. And 
that was our best option. And then from the next day on, we've had a full, mostly full freezer full of um, donor milk or some women coming and dropping um, milk that they've expressed um, to us and just drop it by the house or I'll go get it. Um, Yeah, and that's been powerful. And then I was told about some Facebook groups where I think I'd mentioned at the beginning of this episode about that um, and just that there's these Facebook groups out there and you just tell your story and you say, this is what I need and is anyone in the area have any extra milk? And it's amazing. Like, it's not, not, it doesn't always happen instantly, but it's amazing within the span of a couple days. I put up a post on this one page and, and through that page I've received so many messages and so much amazing milk and um and and all just like yeah mostly these women we don't know each other from bar of soap <laughs> but in saying that i think that's what's beautiful about this community of women and mamas is that we don't necessarily know each other we haven't met but we know each other right we know each other because they know that feeling of um wanting so badly to look after your baby and take care of your baby in the best possible way and they want to help you you know it's just like um if i had an oversupply 100 percent, i'd give my milk away if any mamas needed it and um yeah so it was funny like i just thought it was so powerful and we're still just from one day to the next how just from putting the word out how we didn't have to it was like and I and it was beautiful because one of the concerns of the lactation consultant was that I was you know getting too stressed trying to source the donor milk and then these women just they took away that stress from me as well they I didn't need to stress because they did it all (laughs) and um and even now I'm still um so that was a couple weeks ago and so we've um and I've had, there was one time I had to drive a little ways to get the milk, but this mama filled up this huge bag from her freezer. Um, I think Bertie's still drinking that milk. <laughs> and, um, and even now I've got a few women that I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and get some more milk from and, and I'm, I'm still sorting out and trying to work on like my own supply and, um, if it's, if it's my thyroid or what, whatever is going on with that and just working through that. And in the meantime, you know, Bertie's still getting some from me and also getting the majority of her nutrients and, um, you know, and her, uh, her milk from, from these beautiful women who, again, just, it's like they've all just appeared <laughs> like magic. And, and so Bertie was 4.2 something, 4.2 kilos. Um, and I think around that, when we first, you know, got her um, checked out with Kelly and had that consultation, and, um, and I'm super happy to tell you that she's over 5 kilos today um i weighed her at the pediatric kairos and um i was so excited to see that she was over five kilos when i saw the number five come up i was just like my heart just was like doing a little clapping and dance um, of celebration and i 
and it was all, you know, because it was all because of these beautiful mamas, these women that came together. And I think that there's, um, I'm surprised my, I think there's a lot of, um, there can still, and I can, I know that this is a thing as well, is that there can be, um, comparison and a lot of competition. And I've heard a lot of mamas say that they don't even want to go to mom, mom and bub groups because, um, they just feel that it's more of like a, Oh, what's your baby doing now? And Oh, is you, my baby's doing this. And, um, you know, that, that kind of energy of like more comparing and having competition with each other rather than, you know, supporting and loving each other. And, um, and I can feel that that would definitely be a thing that could happen. And, but I, I feel so grateful and so blessed and yeah, maybe even a little surprised that the, I've seen this whole other side of it though. I've seen the other spectrum completely, um, of being completely held and loved and cared for by so many women, um, who just want the best for me and my baby. And, um, so I think it's, it's really amazing. It's, it's been a really amazing journey these last couple of weeks. Like, wow, really, like, really low, really low, and then super high. Um, and I, I'm so happy that I can, you can see that Birdie's putting on weight. She's actually getting a little bit chunkier for the first time, um, and which is so great to see. And I'm less stressed, and I, I feel I can. I can feel that I have people, I have these women I can go to, these resources and places to go to to continue to feed her the donor milk. Um, and I have some, you know, amazing people that I'm working with to just keep moving forward about if there's any way that we could work on my supply. But I think that was, you know, that coming together of women I think that was the main thing that I, I just wanted to, I really wanted to share that because there is a lot out there about, that is the opposite sometimes about women and, and even in the world of, in the mama world. Um, but I just wanted to share that it, it doesn't have to be that way. And if we just look out for each other instead of, you know, like a lot of women might get upset, um, that, you know, I, I obviously feel really strongly about wanting to breastfeed birdie and, and give her breast milk and there you know I see things on social media where if a, a woman puts up things about you know just breastfeeding her child that people who are f feeding their children formula get really offended or upset and so I get that there can be that energy out there but I don't it doesn't have to be that way right instead of like looking at another woman and or parent and seeing you know, they're doing something different than you, instead of getting like, you know, I guess maybe it's just a, a feeling of fear. I, I don't know where, maybe it's coming from fear of like, oh, you know, they're doing it different, you know, I don't know what, what, what it is. And, um, yeah, the comparison I think comes up in us, especially for women. And, and, and instead of like attacking or feeling riled up about it, um, instead just looking and saying, oh, that's great, that works for her.
Yeah, that's great because we don't know what's happening behind the doors. Like we don't, you know, we don't know what's happening when you see a mama that's bottle feeding and someone has an issue with bottle feeding. You know, be care. We have to be careful with that because we don't know her story. Maybe she tried desperately to breastfeed her child and it just didn't work for whatever reason. So, you know, that's that's none of our business. You know. For her, if that's the best thing for her, that that, that is absolutely 100% the best thing. And um, I think there's so much beauty out there now that I see this side of it um, when it comes to women and community coming together to look, after, to look out for each other. Other women um, that aren't breastfeeding um, during this time, some other women have offered to, you know, help me with anything else. Like, can I help you with, um, you know, there was a point where I thought, well, maybe I'll make my own formula because there's other recipes out there instead of buying the store-bought stuff. Um, you can make your own with um, maybe goat's milk or something like that. And I had a, a beautiful friend that lives here on the farm. She offered to make it for me because she thought, you know, that might be really stressful if you have to keep making your own your own formula and I'd be happy to make it for you and just even that like just knowing you know that um there's these women offering to help and the other thing that I really learned is since becoming a mom and especially with this stuff that's been happening is the um the beautiful art of saying yes to and and allowing myself to receive I think there's so much beauty in in for me in this lesson of receiving in the time of need when I was really low and just putting my hand out and up and I felt like that too I felt like I was in the water and I was like half you know just surviving doggy paddling and um and I was just putting my arm out there like and I'm drowning over here and I just felt like you know I had to I had to ask for help and then it was amazing when I received it I got pulled up and out of the water and, um, and totally completely taken care of, um, and loved up. And I think, and so if you're like me, I think so many of us as humans, we've, I don't know if it's a prideful thing, something we're taught to not ask for help, to not say yes to help. Um, no, no, I can do it. No, I'm okay. No, I'm fine. Like, well, bullshit. <laughs> you know, like we're not fine. We need help sometimes and it's okay. And then when you're in a better place, you can go to the, to someone and, and help them. And, and that's what I look forward to be, being able to do is helping other moms in the future when I'm kind of past this phase of constantly <laughs> needing my own help. <laughs> um, but I think it's, um, it's a beautiful lesson. It's a beautiful lesson to learn to say yes to help and um and how less stressed i feel now that i've um taken up all these offers of help and donor milk and and love um birdie and i are doing so much better and we still have you know i know we have a long way to go and a um and the road isn't necessarily going to be like super smooth and we're going to have lots of bumps and the ride might take us on different paths than I was looking for, but um, that is definitely the theme of being a parent, I think. <laughs> and um, and then just keep my um, yeah, keep my eyes in front of me on 
the present moment. And Birdie's so beautiful, it reminded me of that. And also just keep my heart open. Um, and keep my heart open to those that want to um, help me. I think there's, I don't know if other women out there listening have felt this before, but I've definitely struggled with letting other women in. I've definitely struggled with feeling like I can connect in groups of women. And, um, and I think that just comes from, you know, I think it comes from lots of different things that I won't go into for this episode, but um, I think it just comes from past hurts um, of being in in groups, um, you know, and, and feeling judged and compared and that competition and, um, and having some of those kinds of experiences that have built up in me to kind of just make me shy away from, you know, groups of, groups of women or um, gathering or or putting, yeah, putting my hand up and asking other women for help, especially ones that I don't know very well. And it's been really beautiful. It's like that wound, being a mom and this experience, that wound has been healed. I can feel it. It, it really has been healed. And there's something really, really beautiful and powerful about that. I never in any way would have guessed that the experience of becoming a mom would, would bring so much healing um, in regards to that for me, but it has, it's really amazing. So I'm grateful to all the, the beautiful women out there, um, who have held me and Birdie, um, held us up so well and given us so much love and support. Um, and I think if you're, um, if you're a mama and you've been in that situation like me, whether it has not this exact situation of breastfeeding, but just any time you felt that feeling of, um, yeah, that feeling like I'm alone or I just, I don't know what to do. I encourage you to just, just, just give it a go. Just, just put your hand out. Just ask, ask a mama that, you know, um, you know, just cup of coffee or a tea or, or just send a text like, hey, I'm just struggling. And I I bet that you'll be really happily um, loved up and maybe even a little bit surprised like I was by all the love that you'll get when you do um, open up your heart a bit wider. <laughs> Isn't that what it's about? Um, not staying closed, but just opening to the possibility um, of all of that love and support that is out there. And it's amazing what will flow and amazing what comes and flows through when we do open up to those, um, yeah, to, to those that want to help. <laughs> There's many. So thank you so much for being here, for this sharing. Um, thank you for allowing me to speak to some of the harder times that um, I've been going through and for listening <laughs> to all of these um, experiences in this episode. Um, always remembering that we, as a community, as, a, as, as humans, um, even though being alone is beautiful and having that time to ourselves is really powerful, and also plays an important part in our, you know, self-growth in our lives. 
there is nothing quite like community. There's nothing like it, is there? (laughs) So, again, thank you for being with me today. It's always beautiful to share with you. I really, really look forward to sharing more in our next episode together. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast where I explored some of the um, struggles that I've been going through and how much we've been supported by these beautiful women, some that we know, some that don't know us at all, and how amazing it's been to actually allow myself to receive, to ask for help, and then to receive it, and um, just what's unfolded from that experience, from the struggle that we've had with Birdie's weight and with um, breastfeeding. So I think especially for any mamas out there that do you know listen to this and if you're going through your own struggles um, especially in regards to breastfeeding there is a facebook page called human milk for human babies um it sounds funny but it's it's amazing this page but so it's human milk for human babies there's one that is here in queensland and i'm sure there is more um if you're living in australia i'm sure there's um one for each state i reckon it's that sort of a page um and there's a lot there's other ones out there and if you ask around it's amazing this world that opens up to you so i just wanted to put that out there in case there's any mamas that do listen to this that are like where do you where do you go (laughs) um and there's um there are milk banks out there that you can go to as well so you just have to maybe use google for that um but i've just found these pages on facebook are amazing and there's lots and lots of mamas out there that um you know just have the oversupply and um yeah it was just beautiful to um open open up to this idea of 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 community and in a way that i've never done before and to really feel this welcome as as a new mom to feel this warm welcome from so many other mamas out there that can you know really relate um and understand how hard it is to um to be a mama. (laughs) Beautiful and hard. So thank you so much again for joining me for this episode, for listening to my heart and um, to opening your heart to me as well. Um, I can't wait to join you and dive in deeper on our next episode. enjoyed this episode of my podcast i'd be so grateful if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested any of your friends and family and also make sure you subscribe to hear more episodes